Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. And what a morning it is. I'm Curtis. This is Effort, by the way, Wakanda's very embassy grief counselor. And Jesus Christ, it's been a morning, y'all. Let's start off by saying uh, I'm grateful to be alive and able to wake up every morning and see the sunrise and despite the bullshit of the past eight hours I made it I don't know if uh, basically I found out that I need to see my therapist every Two and a half weeks instead of a month. Because your boy went to some places that he hadn't been since his grief uh, and the death of his dad. What caused it, you might add? Well, it was pretty good up until losing my phone. My work phone is vital to me. It also is vital to if I can't find it, that money could come out of my check. If I can't find it, that money could, I could be held accountable because it's a work phone. But I couldn't, it was just too much, y'all. Too Fucking take your time, much y'all. And I was devastated. I was beat up mentally, pretty bad. I couldn't think straight, nothing mattered except trying to find that phone. And somehow, I blocked it out long enough to find my phone. In the same place that I remember dropping it. Because at one point, I was scanning and next moment I wasn't. So I started thinking, where could it be? And I found it. That hiccup reminded me that I need to continue seeing therapy and I wasn't going to quit or anything. But it also reminded me that the depression that manifested last year into anxiety and everything was not gone forever. I knew it wasn't gone forever, but that depression stayed still and held on. I had to power through and get through because it's too much. And your boy got through. 
he clocked out and he started searching for his phone started trying to think where could it be after giving it a clear head I stumbled on it where I said it was going to be and I found it but this episode isn't about that this episode is about Brian Duffield's No One Will Save You featuring Caitlin Deaver this is the No One Will Save You spoiler episode uh I don't know what Brian Duffield has done in the past but he brought back mean asshole aliens and he brought back a 50's kind of tone to, to it uh, it reminded me of a tone that you normally see or you don't see it reminded me of a film that you normally don't see unless it's the early 80's or the late 70's one of those sci-fi films where the title is without a doubt on point Caitlin plays a young woman who is living alone purposely she can't go into her hometown because her hometown hates her. That point doesn't get revealed until the last few minutes of the film, really. And and it's done in a way that you're kind of like, Jesus Christ, this girl has been living in hell. Which I can relate. Not on that level, y'all, but... The feeling I felt, the dread I felt before I found my phone. Caitlin uh, was living alone up until uh, her home was literally invaded by aliens. These aliens did not fuck around. the The action actually didn't. Uh, they actually the action actually picked up. Good. 10 minutes or 15 minutes into the film, we were immediately in the alien invasion territory. We immediately were seeing the alien. It's and I like the design of the one of the creatures. I uh, I like the design of all the creatures. It reminded me of a fire in the sky type of look. Caitlin did all this with barely. Uh, sound other than a muffle or a groan or a gasp or sigh it reminded me of uh, Amber Midthunder's Roland Predator of Prey which was done pretty much without a lot of dialogue well without a lot of English dialogue Caitlin didn't make any sounds at all and well, not sounds, but there was, not, there was no dialogue. And when you expected there would be dialogue, because there's got to be some kind of exposition, they subverted those things. They subverted the fuck out of a lot of things in out this film. Um, I know it's not going to be well received by a lot of people because, uh, I don't know, for what of a sake, 
But I thoroughly enjoyed this film. It is a film that I'm going to go back and watch next month for spooky season. It's a film I'm going to have to watch again because I watched through my phone and I want to see it clearly. I want to see the visuals of the aliens because it was dark as fuck on my phone, y'all. Here I am trying to finish watching my thing and I couldn't. Uh, but Caitlin, she, she, uh, she, she's, she's, she's being invaded. She doesn't know by what though. Until she's peeking through the window and then boom, there it is in her face. And she's running upstairs and the alien walks through and observing and she thinks it's gone and all of a sudden boom shakalaka it's right in her face I like that moment because once again they subverted you because you're thinking oh the alien made that noise it's not behind her but it's right behind her Uh, and she ends up um, accidentally well she well she on instinct and honestly and you kind of see where it came from considering the fact that everything else that she's gonna get that's gonna reveal about her she stabs it in the head and it falls to the ground and she covers the body meanwhile the drones and warbling is still running around outside and she is hiding basically morning comes and her door is wide open of course like it was earlier and she decides to go investigate what's going on in town reluctantly because she's rarely in the town but she goes on a bike and she drives uh, she rides over to the t- throughout the town, and it's and they do a skywalk. They do a they do a drone shot basically, where you can clearly see little indentions. Well, before that, she uh, made her way through a uh, next door neighbors, and there in the middle of the ground was a circle indention. And then when she gets on a bike to go process was happening around the town she the drone shot shows oh they've been invading every fucking thing everybody's got everybody's everybody's alien now holy shit she goes into town and she goes to the sheriff's office and the sheriff and the moment she opens the door everyone in the room looks at her with disgust like she's wearing a MAGA hat or took a, took a shit on the floor. Or that, or she, or in the opposite of all this, oh, she's one of those wearing a mask. People, one of those liberal people. And a woman who she doesn't say anything to, but just as she's getting ready to say something, the woman spits in her face so hardcore and she just sits there. 
she decides to say, well, fuck it. The town's not going to help me. So I'll have to defend myself. And she goes off to defend herself. The action heats up immediately because nightfall hits. And the tractor beam blasts through the uh, towel or blankets that she's got covering the doors. And she's trying to hide from it. Earlier, she noticed that the alien that she uh, killed had some dribble running down its head and out of its head. And that's when she realizes that this alien being isn't uh, isn't entirely the co-pilot, if you will. It is wearing its uh, host, if you will. So the gray alien is just a shell. The real alien is this swally caterpillar looking thing. And so she goes off to uh, uh, she's hiding from the light and the light quickly picks up the host, the husk of the alien and carries it. But she's not alone. She suddenly has several visitors, several alien visitors that proceed to pursue and try to attack her. And she is doing her damnedest. The girl is doing her damnedest. One of the aliens looks all short and then suddenly it does an X formation above its head. And this motherfucker proceeds to scramble. Oh, oh shit. I forgot about this scene. She decides, fuck this, this town's not going to help her, so she gets on a bus. And she covers her face up because she doesn't want to be seen because everybody knows her and hates her. And probably will try to keep her from leaving town. But she gets on a bus and she finds out that, oh, she can't get out of town. Because an alien in a body tries to attack her. Actually, two or three tried to attack her on this bus. And the bus driver stops the bus and he unfortunately is attacked as well. Now we cut to the alien invasion fight. So she's trying to get away from this creepy, crawly, small alien. Who then manifests itself into a big, huge, fucking alien. This motherfucker extends itself 12 feet tall. And it starts scrambling around. And then all of a sudden it's trying to attack her. And she fights it off as best she can. Or she is chased by this thing. And then all of a sudden, one of the aliens, who's in a host of one of her friends, a boyfriend or something, tries to attack her. And it's dragging her. 
dragging her toward the circle. The alien, big alien, makes a couple of gestures with his hands and whatnot, and then boom, bang, bing, we got light. But it hits her, the husk, instead of hitting her. And it sends him flying up in the air. And then it realizes, oh, we don't have you. And she tries to fight it away. While it's got the uh, halo over it, this thing tries to, they try to get her again by chasing her. No sounds, no talking, no dialogue. She's just running, running for her life. And it climbs upon the house and it makes some kind of bellowing sound calling out I guess more reinforcements because they can't seem to get this one human and then it climbs up the it climbs out of the uh, climbs off the house proceeds to attack her and it proceeds to attack her and she is scrambling. She gets into the car and it's trying to get her again. And then she realizes that she can light the car up and blow it up. It realizes that too, but it's too late. She blows it up. And then she's trying to get away again. And then suddenly a beam of light is chasing her, making sure she can't get out. Bryn, the main character, makes her way to the area. After Bryn blows up the uh, car, tries to get away and she feels pretty comfortable that she got away and all of a sudden the aliens tried to attack her she fights them off and then gets away but then suddenly something else happens she fights him off she gets away and then a red light pops up this red light throws her up and down on her ceiling on the ceiling on the ground and then it holds her while an alien walks under her, looks deep into her eyes, gags, and the real alien comes out. It attacks her, 
it doesn't attack her. It just takes it, gags it out, and it goes into her mouth. It makes her mouth open, and it goes into her mouth. And once it goes into her mouth, boom. She wakes up screaming, hollering. She realizes, oh my god, it was this horrible fucking dream. But she notices and she hears chatter from around the house. Kids. And she looks up and sees that to her surprise, her friend Maud, her sister, twin sister Maud, is walking toward her. She's so happy. She tells Ma she's sorry. Something she's been wanting to do ever since the incident. And Ma smiles. And she tells Ma she's really sorry. And then she goes for her throat, gagging out the bug that's in her throat. Ma screams, tries to stop her, but boom, she's back. In her position, yeah, outside now, and the aliens are rambunctious, chittering everywhere. Of this situation, she heads for the woods. But before she heads for the woods, the alien that she took out of her mouth. And that she's squeezing tightly and trying to kill. The beam grabs the alien. And the alien starts forming into a human body. It starts turning into her. Suddenly, Bryn sees it's turning into her. But she's running. She runs to the woods. And something else is running. And she's looking at herself. Brynn also watches herself stab her. Repeatedly. Brynn takes out, doesn't give up. She slits the thing's throat. And suddenly with her pocket knife from earlier. From a box cutter from earlier. And Bryn makes her way out of the woods. Wore out, relieved, and then suddenly light. And it picks her up. And she goes into the sky. When she wakes up, she's facing, she's still in light. And she's facing several of the gray aliens. The gray aliens observing. They're looking at her. One of them touches her forehead through the light that she's in, through the tractor beam that she's in. And then we get to see what caused Bryn's exile. Bryn was in a fight with 
her friend. Kind of, I want to say, because the friend was pregnant. But I don't think it was all that. Uh, I think he was just in a fight with a friend. Like I told you, it was a little dark. Suddenly, her friend pushes her down. In retaliation, Bryn gets a rock and aims it for her head. Swings it with the rock in hand. Killing her instantly. She sees, and we see for the first time, why everyone hates her so much. Bryn sobs, a tear trickling down her eye. And then the aliens start discussing shit. And next thing you know, Bren is sitting there paralyzed. The aliens are discussing what to do, we're assuming. And then next thing you know, they say some stuff, the tractor beam opens up, and Bren wakes up in her bed like nothing happened she looks around the sky is bright the song that she had playing earlier is playing and Bryn heads over outside for the first time she feels great she goes in the town, music is playing, people are smiling, and Bryn waves to the people in town, waves to the group people, and they all wave back in unison. Yeah. So we're led to believe that Bryn. is her, but the town and the people are just smiling and agreeing aliens who don't want anything to do with her. She earned her humanity. And while she's dancing, singing with everyone else, dancing, the drone shot peers up and shows the sky littered with ships above the town and above various parts of the country. Fade the black. No one will save you. This was unexpected and amazing. I was totally shocked. This was a really great movie. I like it. I like the return of mean gray aliens. It was a lot of fun. So this is Effit. I'm doing a podcast. No one will save you. Review a spoiler review. I'm Curtis. And we will talk again shortly.